Hello everybody and welcome to Minecast, the podcast about Minecraft and only Minecraft. Because there's no other game we'd be talking about, not Among Us, not Fortnite, not Roblox. So, without further ado, let's get started with our mod, which is a sushi mod. This will be interesting. <laughs> this one's made for 1.16.4 fabric, and... This mod adds a bunch of new food, sushi. You can find rice seeds and cucumber seeds in the tall grass just like where you'd find other seeds. Grow these new crops and while you wait to go fishing so you can make sushi. Rice seeds are cooked before making su any sushi. Nori leaves are crafted from dried kelp. They add added item, hunger points. Rice will give you half a hunger point, so a little cucumber and nori. The rice ball, two. Fish roll, five. Salmon roll, five. Puffer fish roll, seven. Rainbow ro roll, nine. So, wow. That, that's got to be the most nourishing food in the game. Fish, fish, sashimi, sashimi. Salmon, sashimi. And Nemo, sashimi. Recipes are shown in the image below, except I forgot the salmon, sashimi. Not sashimi. It's easy to make. Just do the same as the other... Re just do the same recipe as the other sashimi. So the puff... Wow, these are... These are insane. Wow. It's like uh, just to make a basic rice... What What's it called? Rice ball, which is like a piece of... Uh, nori and three rice. Then you can like start making it more complex and... There's a lot of stuff here. And you can turn like lily pads into nori. Uh, then you can smelt the ricees into actual rice. That's pretty cool. Rice on top left. So the plant is kind of like has green stalks and uh, with little yellow seeds. Cucumber crop on the right. Looks kind of like a three-leafed clover. They added calamari. Squids now drop an edible meat. Squid sashimi heals four hunger units. And squid roll heals six hunger units. And there are older versions if you want that for some reason. And yeah, this mod does add quite a lot. So, so you got all the different kinds of sushi, and then all the recipes, uh, the crops, logo, and then they got all, I, I think this mod actually has like good potential. Like it brings Japanese culture into the game and uh, and the squid, I think the squid's very cool, like squids, you can actually like hunt down squids for something. And uh, I kind of like the f puffer fish. The puffer fish uh, sushi a bit, and uh, I think the rainbow roll is definitely probably like, very overpowered. Because like, uh, the, the rainbow roll... roll uh, heals like nine hunger points which is like more than anything i think like it's even more than cake if i'm not wrong and uh so yeah that's my thoughts on this mod uh definitely go check it out if you want uh and there will be a link in the show notes so next we have our survival tips these are more just general survival tips that comes from wonderhowto.com 20 tricks you didn't know you could do in minecraft Welcome to Minecraft World. Check out yeah yeah yeah. All these tricks were taught as one of our old community workshops for the 1.2.3. Okay, this has got to be really old. But the majority of these still apply in the latest version of Minecraft. How is this written? 
in 2012, so hmm, this will be fun. Uh, if you've got some time to spare, watch the full video, yeah, whatever. Tip 1. You can place torches on furnaces and crafting tables. You'll need to go through a short process before doing so, but it is possible. Make sure you have a transparent block behind you, your furnace or crafting table before we begin. If there are any solid blocks around the bench or furnace, remove those as well. If you do not remove all solid blocks around them, the torches will gravitate towards them instead of placing them on top of the crafting bench or furnace. Targeting the transparent block's edge that is facing the bench furnace, right-click it with the torch in your hand. You'll notice that the torch magically places itself on the crafting table. As you can see, yep, there we go. Tip number two. You can place blocks on the side of the torch by hovering over the torch until you see the grid box. Right-click on the side of the torch grid box with a block in your hand, and it will place the block to the side of the torch. This step is very helpful for crossing lava pools and saving resources. That's handy. Torches placed under falling gravel or sand will break the sand or gravel for you, as long as the sand gravel falls two blocks. Okay, yeah, that still exists uh, in, in today's. Torches can hold any amount of weight on them. This allows you to create a sandstone-free pyramid and other fun designs. Tip number five, you can stack tines on top of each other and line them up to make for an awesome detail in your builds. Signs have grids just like every other block in Minecraft. I don't know what they mean by grid. Do they mean hitboxes? Tip 6. Wooden slabs are not affected by fire at all. I'm not sure that's still true. And also have a longer, stronger blast resistance than that of that of wood planks. If you have a play server that is fire spread enabled, you do not need to worry about wooden slabs catching on fire. I think that's not true anymore. Redstone can travel through half slabs, allowing it to hide your redstone like never before. I still th I still think that's possible. All redstone's connected except for full blocks on either end. Pressure plates can hold water and lava inside of them without it spilling all over. That's still true. Signs and ladders can stop water and lava. Yep, that's also still true. And I, for some reason, I don't think they're flammable either, which is just kind of strange. Ice place under soul sand will make you walk even slower than just soul sand. I think that's still true, too. <laughs> A lot of these are really true, and that's, that's just kind of weird. Soul sand registers in the game as a two block, as a smaller block than the rest. With these two tips, you can make a pretty awesome trap. Players, so like, players cannot get out once stuck inside. You can break boats and minecarts with a bow and arrow. Yeah, that still exists. Uh, you can break with just about everything, but I think it's faster with an axe. By breaking a boat with a bow and arrow, you receive the same drops as you would by breaking the boat normally. Oh, because, yeah, they'd, they'd split into sticks and planks. Nowadays, you just get the boat back. When you break a minecart with a bow and arrow, you'll receive a minecart again. It's the same as if you were to break it regularly. Items flown into throwing water as a top ice box will result in the item flowing incredibly fast. Look at the difference between the image below. Wow, that is really fast. You cannot see player names through chess, even the player is not crouching. So there's two people hiding behind chests, but uh, you can't see them. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. I wonder if, I wonder if that still exists. When players are behind wall or underground without crouching, holding the shift key, you can you can see their names. 
Yeah, I, I, okay, I knew that, but you know. When a player crouches behind a wall or underground, you will not be able to see their name. Tip 16. A player that is in a minecart rail can ride directly through a one-block wall. It's great for tricking people on your roller coaster, or simply for traps. One lava bucket will fuel a furnace for 1,000 seconds and can cook 1,000 items in a furnace. One blaze rod will fuel a furnace for 120 seconds and can cool in items in the furnace. You can use any item that is made out of wood to fuel a furnace, including but not limited to saplings, jukeboxes, why would you do that, uh, bookshelves, fences, trapdoors, and chests. You can use chests? I doubt that. Nether fences and regular fences do not connect. This allows you to for designing something fresh and unique. That is actually still true. And actually, since they don't connect to each other, you can squeeze through that gap. But if you were to, like, trap animals, then, uh, they wouldn't be able to escape. Sticky pistons that are powered with only one tick will push blocks instead of holding on to them. Okay. Survival mode breaks... Swords break melons and the cacti the fastest, while axes break pumpkins the fastest. Uh, okay. And, yeah, those are 20 survival tips, I guess. Uh, if you... Uh, I did not know slabs were f were not flammable. I don't, I still don't think that's true anymore. But uh, but the fact that you can place torches on crafting tables is pretty cool. I've never really tried it. I think you can do it with just shift and then pressing on it. The sand gravel placing a torch underneath it. I I knew about that. Um. The lava and water holding onto pressure plates. I think everyone knew that one. The, and I'm looking at a very old image of a boat breaking, and it drops two sticks and three planks. It used to do that. It does not do that anymore. But yeah, that's kind of insane. So with that, let's move on to our news article. So today's news article comes from Game Rants, and it is called Minecraft YouTuber Dream Response to Cheating Accusations. If you remember from last week's news article, uh, that was about how people were accusing Dream of cheating on a speedrun. And so this is basically his response. Gaming has finally reached a stage in its existence where it's being recognized similarly to other competitive sports like basketball. For example, it'll, for example, for example, the term esports is indicative of that, and very varying forms of competitive gaming are thankfully diverse too. Needless to say, the comp Competitive gaming has also brought about the rise of gaming celebrities, many of whom maintain a presence of a sh as a streamer or YouTuber, alongside their competitive endeavors. One such streamer, Dream, focuses on the game Minecraft and has been recently under fire for potential cheating. Dream has formally, formally and thoroughly responded to the allegations that he cheated during a recent professional speedrun of Minecraft. Dream attempted to complete the main Minecraft story in a speedrun earlier this year, in which he ultimately placed fifth. Inspired that, by that win and taking into account other, several other dream streams, <laughs> nice playing words there, a different YouTuber, GeoSquared, who, who moderates official speedrun records, posted an in-depth analysis claiming that Dream cheated during his, during his impressive speedruns. Dream's response is now online and comprises of a 24-plus minute long video supported by a 19-page expert report, including all the links and receipts one could ask for. 
today I have this video here. Initially, many fans expressed disappointment with Dream, with GeoSquared's video garnering over 2 million views, so Dream simply stated that he was preparing a more thoughtful response before saying much. Now that it's live, his response video can probably be summarized into one quote spoken by Dream near its end. I care more about defending my character than a dumb leaderboard position. Dream hired a PhD level researcher to help with research in his rebuttal. He claims that the allegations against, against him basically suffer from bias and fail to account for the benefits of not continuing to barter after a successful trade with Piglins. In short, Minecraft players need special items to trigger the game's ending, and one of the ways to obtain them is bartering with Piglins. Those rely on a 5% drop rate. Among other things, YouTuber Dream fails to explain to fans that the allegations consistently misrepresent or misconstrue facts, sometimes cherry-picking the information to make it seem like he was doing something suspicious. For example, when showing evidence that Dream had creation sort of mod creation tool installed, the accusing moderator fails to mention that no actual mods are present or evidently installed. Regardless of which sa side fan fans believe, it's impressive to see a relatively new gaming celebrity handle such allegations so decisively and respectfully. Aside from few interactions, Dream managed to remain composed in light of these severe accusations and rebuke with a well-structured argument founded in data. And yeah, that was crazy. That was his response. It only took like a week or something, which is pretty impressive. And uh, yeah, so with that, that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you so much for watching. I like the sushi mod a lot. I think it's actually one of my favorite mods that we've covered on Minecast so far. And with that, thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.